You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It's becoming a full-on obsession. Yes, yes it is. Now you do realize this is well over a month away. <laughs> I know. I know. This is what happens. Like, be it a pair of sunglasses, a lipstick, a wheel of cheese, whatever it is. Like, I just become fixated on something and I can't think of anything else, which is the definition of one of the definitions of obsessive compulsive. It's kind of like you're a, like, like a pit bull when it fixates on exactly. something. Exactly. You're not supposed to let the pit bull fixate. And I am like a pit bull. But right now I am fixated on a prom dress. I cannot stop thinking it about it. It is so long away. It's just, it's ridiculous. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Um, I do want to say uh, this. You know, thank you so much for tuning in. We may have some newer listeners because of the announcement that we are going to be hosting the beard competition with Rebecca oh. Romaine. I'm oh expecting that Rebecca Romaine is, is tuning in right now. Oh, wow. I just, the only thing that I want from the competition is for you not to embarrass me. I am no, I'm I'm gonna do fine. You're gonna be so spastic. Uh, no, I'm going to impress her is what's gonna happen. We'll maybe we'll talk about this here today or tomorrow. We'll get into this. Okay. But anyway, yes, we are going to be hosting the Portland Beard and Mustache Competition uh coming up this Saturday here. We'll be emceeing. We'll be emceeing. See, I'm yes. past the point of even being nervous about her because she's just too pretty. Like I'm like nothing I do nothing I wear or look like could compare. So I'm just like, I'm not even intimidated because she's Rebecca Romaine. I'm yeah. Like, That's just you are what you are. Yeah. There's nothing I can do. I'm going to try to chit-chat with her. Don't try to chit-chat with her. I'm going to try to get in there. Okay, when you're I mean, already like trying that. to plan something. That sounds bad. We've I already gone that, over but... in previous shows like how bad of a small talker you are. No, I will be very good at it. With her, though, I totally have things that I can talk to her about. Anyway, that we'll talk about that another time. Um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Of course, go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link if you would like to do any online shopping. It greatly helps us keep this podcast going. Whether you're a live subscriber or whether you just listen to the show or you're new to the show, go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link, even if you want to buy a prom dress. So here is the reason. This sounds weird if you don't know what we're talking about. Uh-huh. Fun Employment Radio is having our listener party on July 22nd at the Bossa Nova Ballroom. Tickets are on sale now on our website at uh, funemploymentradio.com slash event. You can go there and see it. And it's going to be a prom theme. Now, but uh, our prom is going to be a, it's called Come As You Are. That's the theme. So it's like two things. So basically it's like a 90s theme and then it's also like Come As You Are, which means come in whatever makes you feel good or whatever you feel like wearing that day, whatever costume you feel like wearing, whatever you want. There's no dress code. Yeah, zero dress code, zero stipulations. You can come single with a group and on a date or multiple dates or whatever the hell you want to do. With your favorite video game. Right, yeah. If you want to bring mm-hmm. your video game as your date, that would be good. We no could have judgment a, here. We could have a competition for that too. People who bring their video games for dates, and then I can pick who the best date is. I don't think that that's the worst prom competition. <laughs> Who's the best date? Well, no. If they're bringing the video game, like, what's the best video game that somebody? Adventures brought? of Link. You lose. No. That was rather fierce. I'll tell you who would win: Far Cry Four. Uh, but you're so can, obsessed with that. We that's 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 a whole different side thing. Anyway, everybody, we really want to see everybody there. Get your tickets funemploymentradio.com slash event. Sarah decided slash she prom. wants yeah. she well, yeah, but it's 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 all it's all right there. Oh, it uh, is. Okay. Yeah. Because we have two different things going on. We'll talk about the other ones coming up too. Uh so Sarah though is obsessed with wearing a prom dress for this. I because it's my fixation. I totally am. It's been it's been I'm going to tell you this Behind the scenes, um, it's getting to be quite a lot. Like, this isn't a put-on. This isn't a joke. Mm. She is before and after the show. And at all times of the day that I've talked to you, you're obsessed with finding some prom dress. Mm-hmm. We talked I, have about it, this- I have it in my mind. This is what happened. I can tell you the last thing I was obsessed with, which was this, uh, this particular color of lipstick. This is what happens in my mind. Like, why is it that you are so, like, you're going to find something, and you'll look nice, and it'll be great, and it'll happen when it happens. You have five weeks to find this. I can't even, I can't stop thinking about it. It's just the, it's just the thing that I'm on okay, right so, now. Okay, so. Like, last week, it was this particular type of lipstick that I needed to find that I couldn't find at one store. So I went to, like, probably seven different stores to try and find this one shade of lipstick. Because I get it in my head. That, like, if you get this, it's going to just change your entire... I don't know. It's, like, it's so irrational. 
the way that you think. I just can't. I I I can't justify it. I don't okay, know well what let's get let's dig into this. Let's find out about okay. this. So why why is it you are obsessed this early? Like, what is it that you're looking for? I don't know because I saw a couple of pictures of dresses that I really liked, and then now I am on the quest for what I deem to be the perfect dress at the perfect price, and it's going to fit me amazingly. Maybe I'm trying to like have the prom experience that I didn't quite have the first time around, or maybe I just want to look pretty in a floofy dress. Well, all the, all I never of get excuses to wear floofy dresses, and that makes me. Uh, I'm super excited because I, you know, don't dress up super fancy a lot. So for my prom, what I want to do is is go like a little like puffy princess way. A puffy princess. Uh, like in a 90s way. See, and that's what it is. It's like I'm trying to mix the egg, and neither does my brain, which is why I, I'm obsessing about it because I'm trying to find like, do you have... this thing that I don't know quite what it is, but I'm trying to find it. So I have to keep searching until I find what my brain is trying to trying to put together as the perfect But dress. don't you have like an idea? Like if you want a 90s dress, don't you like look at a Drew Barrymore movie or something like that? Like That's who I always think of for these things. Um, I don't know. Or like, are you looking at like a pretty in pink or? Not like a pretty in like pink. That's like an 80s. More like a mix between like pretty in pink and like trashy Courtney Love. Like somewhere in the in the middle of that. Oh, I know. See, it's very complicated. I, I don't know what I'm doing, but I that has not stopped me from looking on the internet. Like I swear yesterday... I have lots of stuff that I'm supposed to be doing. We yes. are we are constantly busy doing things. And um, I sat at my computer trying to do other things. And for like two hours yesterday, I was just looking at prom dresses online, which I don't do. I don't look at things online like that. I've also already mapped out after we do the show today. Uh, I'm going to go. So I've decided I've, I've gone to like basically every vintage. And... You spent two hours searching for prom dresses yesterday. Online. On the internet. Not watching a TV show. Nope. Just looking for prom dresses online. I've like really latched onto this. So, um, and so I've gone to like a whole bunch of the different places in inner uh, Southeast Portland, like around looking, you know, for dresses and shops that have dresses. Because I don't have like where, that big where of a does, budget. Where does one go dress shopping? Well, there are lots of Do places. Do you like dress barn and... There's not no if you want to find, I want to find one with a lot of tool in it, which is like the big fluffy... A lot of like, what? Tool. Like the big fluffiness, like that that fabric that's big and puffy. Why is that called tulle? Because that's what the fabric is called. Why? I don't know why or I mean tulle. That just seems like a weird. That seems like a very strange term for why it would be called. Okay. Um, (laughs) Oh, sick burn! That was really good, Eddie. Eddie's so usually so sweet, and he said in the uh, live chat here in in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com/slash/live. Eddie said uh, other women Sarah's age are looking for prom dresses for their daughters. Which is totally true. Okay, Kristen just said it's uh, it's like netting stuff that tutus are made out of. That makes sense. Okay, that's that's a good description. Okay, okay. so um, so so you go to where, like where do you go? Where do you where do you go for these? Things? Well, I've been going to a lot of vintage stores trying to, but of course, like a lot of the vintage stores are you know these like older dresses are made for people with, like twenty six inch waistlines, which is like that big, which is not not acceptable on my body right now. So, um, so I don't know. I've been looking at regular dress stores. I've been trying to find them. I've, I've like scoured all of Southeast and Northeast Portland, like inner. So I have decided my adventure for today, it's not going to be on the internet, but I am going out to Lentz and I'm going to go and look at some, uh, quinceanera dresses. Okay. Okay. There's a few things there. One, can you explain where Lentz is for, uh, for people who. Lentz is the no man's land between 82nd and Gresham. Well, for people who don't live in Portland, how do okay. you... Lentz, I don't know. How would you describe it? I would describe it as this. So it's the section of town where, um, well, it's colloquially called uh, Felony Flats here. Mm. And so it's where there's a... Or our buddy Ryan called it uh, Misdemeanor Meadows. Yeah, yeah. Um, But there's there's some more... There's more... uh, It's a rougher section of the neighborhood. Rougher section of town. A little more rough and tumble. A little yes. a little less polished. Yes. Mm-hmm. That would be a good way to describe yeah. it. And so also the thing is with living on in like inner southeast is that everything is picked through. So if you want to find something that's unique and cool, like chances are somebody has probably, you know, already found it. And uh, you know, and they were like already like put it to, brought it to some upscale boutique and are reselling it for like five times of what they bought it for. Okay. So that's why it's better to go to the outskirts to try and find the less picked through places to see if I can like find myself a, a screaming deal. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't even understand. You don't understand what you're I'm talking about? You're picked through? So 
That's what people do. So a lot of like these inner I think you're assuming everybody knows what it is that you're talking about. And I don't know what you're talking about. Inner Southeast, like boutique stores, what they will do is they will go out to like further out, like past 82nd in the Lentz area where it's less squeaky clean. Pick through all of those thrift stores, find like cool vintage stuff, mm-hmm. then bring it back into their said boutiques that are closer in. Like they'll find a dress out there for twenty dollars. They can turn it around, sell it at their boutiques for like one hundred and twenty. Wait, so they just grab it and bring it back into a to a closer in, mm-hmm. closer that's, to downtown store, and then just resell it. That's exactly what they do. So I see a lot of buyers when I used to go out to the one on at Value Village. It's not there anymore, but I would see buyers that I would recognize from stores on Hawthorne, and they would be going through like prom dresses and things, buying them for seven bucks a pop, and then I'd see them at like Buffalo Exchange or Red Light or whatever for like seventy dollars. <sighs> Okay. So that's how the reselling world kind of works. So basically that's why it's hard to find less expensive, cool things, uh, you know, closer to the city because people have already purchased them for cheaper and are now reselling them to make a profit. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So you're going to go out there and see if you can like I'm gonna snap cut out it the middle before man. they do it. I'm, I need to cut out the middleman. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do this afternoon. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Let me see here. So- can you, like, grab a bunch of dresses and then, like, resell them? Well, probably, but I'm not going to do like, that. Like, why don't you try well, – I'm trying to see how you can make some money here. Like, if you go out there – Greg, that isn't my obsession right now. Well, I mean, clearly, all of our obsession is making money. But right now, I'm on the quest for the perfect prom dress. How many other people are looking for prom dresses? Well, I guess the kids – like, the school's almost out, right? I don't know. I don't, well, I think their prom's already happened. Yeah, I think they already did. Okay. So, I mean, so I'm, like – So, I'm you're going to buy a right bunch now. of – so you're going to go look for girls who are just getting rid of their actual prom dresses from their original prom, and then you're going to try to buy that from them where they've dropped oh it off. Oh, my God. I forgot how bad at shopping you are. Like how confusing even the most I hate basic. Shopping. I, how confusing I hate the most shopping. basic premises are. I hate shopping you. with every bone of my body. I hate. <laughs> I hate shopping. I only shop when I absolutely have to. You know, when I absolutely need to do something. Like, um, you know, I had to go to the mall the other day to get shoes. That was a miserable. I, I hate doing that. Just walking in there, just having to interact with people. Oh, gross. I just, oh. oh, other humans. Oh, disgusting. No, it's just at the mall. There's something about it. Uh, but for you, though. I'm thinking about this though now. How how we can turn this into a little bit of a scam here? So well, so I think that shouldn't be my scam. Uh, now, what about the this? Suggesting that this could be your new money making scam. Now, what about so these boutique places? They go out there, they buy from the cheaper places, and they haul it back in. What if I went out, I bought the cheap ones, I sold, brought it in, sold it to the boutique ones. We'll go. 50% of what they were going to sell it, so I buy it for... No, that's not making me enough money. No, it's not making you enough money. No, fuck that. I'm just going to start selling them right outside. So what you need to do is just go purchase Could I dresses. sell them on a corner? Like, uh, that's I can what set I was up... going to say. It could be like Greg's dress barn. Yeah, you because you see... set it up see, out like... in front of your house. Well, not in front of my house. I'm not bringing anybody there. But what I would I do is... you could set it up in front of my apartment. No, like the people who sell like the big rugs. And I've seen this all over the place. <gasps> you know, where they oh, set up yeah. in parking lots and they're always selling these big carpets. And they'll have like decorative ones or ones with like a skull on it or something like that. And, and then flags. It's like carpets and flags. For some reason, they go hand in hand. So I could start up one of those. I could just set up in a shop. If I go buy a bunch of these dresses, I'll set up in a parking lot near the boutique dress store. I'll sell them for 20% less than what they're doing, and I'll cash in on this. That's actually pretty smart. You could probably do that. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. All right, this is this could be. Yeah, it is true. the The great flaw that's being pointed out is that since you have professed that you have no fashion sense whatsoever, well, you wouldn't know I didn't what say that. To get. I said you I hate said shopping that several times. I said I hate shopping. I'm not saying you've said that right now, but you've said like you know you basically your style My... is cyclical. You've just been waiting for the '90s to come back, so that way the thing that you've been wearing for 20 years is now back in style. My extensive knowledge of uh, of prom dresses clearly would help me. No, I have known nothing about it, but I figured you'd just grab one. You grab like, oh, that's a puffy one. That's a shiny one. That's a skimpy one. And, uh, you know, you throw them all in there. Skimpy? Who uses the word skimpy (laughs) except for old people? I haven't even heard that word since I was a kid. People don't use that word. I haven't used that word in years. I don't know why it just came in right now. How did that even? Oh, that top's too skimpy. Skimpy? (laughs) I don't know why that just came in. Where do these corners of your brain exist? I don't know why that word came in. I don't know why that happened. Yeah, skimpy. Okay. Yeah, skimpy bathing suits. (laughs) 
<laughs> Don't go looking all skimpy out there. It's a skimpy dress. Which, by the way, if you want to wear a skimpy, that is the weirdest word. Skimpy. If you want to wear is a weird. skimpy now that I'm dress, it, you can totally wear one. Now that I'm saying it a lot, yeah, that is kind of weird. Skimpy. Old man Greg and his prom dresses. I like skimpy dress. Oh, no. no. I'm going to stop everything right there. Um, all right. Oh well, yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll start selling those things. I can resell. Yes. Because that's that a good said, idea. This is what I need to do. So the only way I can stop the obsession, which is why I'm obsessed with it now, yeah, you and I know me, is by... Obsessed. Is, it has to come to a conclusion. Well, then... Like with my it. lipstick, the only way that I stopped thinking about it was to finally get it, and then it stops. It's just... It's very annoying. Because I can't stop myself. Like it's, I mean, I'm sure I could if I had, you know, mental willpower or whatever, but it's just like, it's the thing that I think about. Um, there are other people in the chat uh, saying here that people don't say skimpy anymore. They're questioning this. Well, Mr. Janky also wears a wallet chain along with you, so. He's a fashionable gentleman. Because <laughs> a dapper sir, We're a couple of will. fashionable gentlemen. That's what, <laughs> that's what we're talking about here. Some scholarly gentlemen. Um, all right. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this is an idea I can do. I'm still trying to figure out. I do have so- I have something else I wanted to bring up, but it does have to do with perhaps hoarding things from somewhere else and storing them other places in a way. Okay. And it has to do with what's going on next door at my house. And I've got a couple of updates that I wanted to bring to everyone just to kind of see if there's if anybody had any more ideas. Because things seem to have escalated a bit um, with the new neighbor, next door neighbors. This is like your life. Like things can't ever calm down around you. They just start to escalate quickly. I'm never allowed to calm down. Everybody says, oh, Greg, you should calm down more. You should relax a little bit more. And then I try to, and then something happens and it just doesn't let me relax. It's clearly the world. It's Greg not my is fault. very Eeyore sometimes. It's like, not it really my fault. is. Like he tries, he'll be like, finally, like he'll have one day where he's just like, ah, oh, things don't seem so bad. And then life comes and punches you in the nuts. Yep. And then I get popped in the nuts. Oh, that's what uh, happens to everybody. Yep. That's, uh, that's, that's how it works. But this, though, this is not something quite like that. Uh, what's happening here is, um, okay, I've, as I've said before, I own a house in Southeast Portland, and I'd share oh, my God, fence Greg, with the Keelan neighbors. Keelan is going to just stab you someday. Oh, I don't know. Try it. No, that just makes me want to do it more. I'm just going to keep on doing it. If I mean, it's really Keelan wants you to say it every day. Yes. Uh, so, no, and and uh, and I own this house there, and I share the fence, and I used to have these method neighbors. The method neighbors are gone, and now there is a group of um, Russian gentlemen who have moved in next door who have... Anywhere between six to nine cars every day that are outside. Oh, my God. And I was talking to one of my other neighbors that lives a couple of, couple of blocks down, uh, a buddy. And he was, and he actually listened to the show. He's like, I'm glad you brought all that up because I was trying to figure out what the hell was going on over there. Okay. Since that happened. And so, so uh, yeah, he, he understands what's going on there, too. And so now, though, um, you know, these guys haven't really moved in. They've just been hauling junk in there. There's a group of them. There's the older guy who seems to be in charge in the tracksuit, and he yells at the other ones, at the younger ones. And then there's these younger guys that are just kind of there all hours of the day, like mm-hmm. just, well, maybe not all hours of the day. I don't know for sure, but they're there at weird times. Are they there? The they're there the hours that you are there. Yeah, not all the time, but sometimes. Like, what's, here's the things, here's the things that I've, I've figured out some. Okay. Um, I don't believe anybody's living there. Because all they've been doing is hauling stuff in, like all kinds of stuff. Um, there's there's just junk. It's just stuff. And on top of that, though, what they've done is since the building that they moved into, it was half commercial, half it's single story, half commercial, and then apartments in the back. So there's in the front, there was a like windowed doors into the place because mm. it was like a business front. Well, wait, but what they did... that we need music for um, for neighbor stories. I need to find some good Russian marching music or something. Okay, all right. All right, but you keep going. Okay, so here's the thing. They've hauled this stuff in there. That's also where I saw the painting of the Russian general that was that was in there. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's just cliche right now. Um, and they've stacked up stuff against the glass front doors... And they've put up tarps and covers over the windows. So they've put up this stuff against the front the front windows. So you can't see in there anymore. <laughs> this, this seems somehow really offensive. I don't know. It's what. not offensive. No way. It's called Russian, a traditional music from Russia. <laughs> How is it offensive? I don't know. You're I'm talking gonna... about your Russian neighbors and playing Russian music. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
This is true. I um, mean, I know it's knee jerk today to like, you know, in this day and age to feel like everything's offensive. This is not offensive. No. This is Russian. This is music from their culture, from the culture of your of your hoarder neighbors. Okay, so they've stacked stuff up next to the blocking out these uh, window doors, so you can't see in there anymore. They've put in. An air conditioning unit, like a big time air conditioning unit that seems to be running most of the hours of the day that I have walked by there. Hmm. And they've got this thing going, like, when it's not hot out, they have this air conditioner running. That's And on top of that, their little, there's the third thing, their little bonfires are happening a lot more frequently. So they've got a fire pit in the backyard it's not a very safe fire pit. Meth heads built this fire pit that they're using, so it's clearly not very safe. It's very close to my fence and my property. And they've been, last night in particular, I was at home. Sure enough, I smelled the wonderful bonfire smoke the from the next door neighbors. smell of burning. I'm like, oh, sweet. That's awesome. This wafted right into my house. So I had to close windows, and I kind of kept an eye on what's going on. And they went back there, these two dudes. They were yelling loudly about something. In I Russian? Obviously, yeah, I, obviously I don't know what they're saying. I need to learn Russian badly. I need some Russian lessons. So if somebody can give me those, that would be great. Um, and and I'm sitting there, you know, I couldn't figure out what they were talking about, but they let this fire go, but it only lasted for about 20 minutes. And then they put it out. I mean, it was a big fire. They set the fire. They went to all this trouble. They stood around it. That's weird. Went for about 20 minutes and then put it out. That's burning some evidence right there. Why would you only have a fire going for 20 minutes? Because you burn it for as long as it takes to get rid of it. <sighs> oh. That's what I'm starting to wonder if these these fires don't have uh, some more meaning to what's going on. These aren't just relaxing, like well, sitting okay. around a campfire. So if it's a grow, Like it's 20 minutes. Why would you set a fire for 20 minutes and then... Put it out because you're trying to get rid of like an appendage of somebody's <laughs> somebody just murdered, maybe an arm. I don't know if it's that far. What's going on over there? All right, so it was being suggested in our chat that it was, might be a grow room, but I thought the grow rooms were supposed to be like warm. Uh, you know, that's I, what I, yeah, I, I was thought I, it was more it was supposed to be like more of a tropical climate. Yeah, or I think something. you're supposed to heat it up, right? That's what I, I, I don't think it's a grow room. I mean, well, for one, weed's legal here, so I mean, I don't even think they would need to. If they really wanted to open up a grow room, they could legally do that. Yeah. And probably a lot less conspicuous way than what they're doing. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, I don't think it is. Huh. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I the only reason that I would think that you would have a brief fire is to get rid of the evidence. Burning something. This is a good point. They also have let the weeds grow, like, really high. All around their property, like they haven't hmm. mowed the lawns in the in three months, so it's just these giant weeds. It's kind of like I'm living next to the Burbs, like the Burbs house. <laughs> of course, yeah. Oh my god, it is kind of. Weren't they Russian in the Burbs? No. Okay, I thought they were for some. I don't reason. think so. I think there was just a nondescript accent, maybe by the doctor or something in the Burbs. <laughs> um. So you're basically the Tom Hanks in this scenario. I think so. You are Tom Hanks. I'm trying to figure it out. You need to run around in your bathrobe and investigate. Yeah, no, my neighbor down the road, although he doesn't have to live right next to them. <laughs> I won't give his name out in case he doesn't want his name on here, but uh, yeah, yeah, I am. I am kind of the Tom Hanks. Wow. You know, all I need is the dude with the neck beard to come out and just stare at me for a little while. <laughs> or Jebediah or whatever. I can't remember what his name was in the verse, but I always loved He's in Children dude. of the Corn. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. I had a roommate in college who grew a neck beard in honor of the guy from the Burbs. It was who who grows disturbing. a neck beard in honor of somebody else? I don't know because we used to do dumb things like that. Be like, you should totally grow a neck. We got obsessed with the Burbs for a while. And I was like, you should totally grow See, a neck beard. It's like, okay, yep, too. I'm gonna do it. I'll grow a neck beard. And then I also had a guy who, oh, never mind. This is going too far. We had no. We had beard things and these two roommates that I had in college, and so. Uh, one grew a neck beard, and then one because they watched they watched Days of Our Lives a lot, and then I just had, happened to be on when I would come home from classes, and uh, and then so one shaved a Bo Brady beard, which if you watch Days of Our Lives, it'll make sense. And he had it for like a month. What is a Bo Brady beard? It's a Bo Brady beard. It's a specific style of beard that Bo Brady had. 
on Days of Our Lives, and he grew one out. Anyway, that has nothing to do with neighbors. Uh, and so, yeah, it was. Uh, it's something. Something's up, and I would like any suggestions that you have oh on what's going God. on. I'm trying to stay out of the business. Not a big fan of of the constant a fires. Quick, a quick burn is getting rid of something. Not a big fan of the constant fires. Yeah. Mm-mm. A quick burn. If you're only lighting a fire for twenty minutes, that means you're burning something. Well, also you just need to figure out what the hell they're burning. Also, they seem like a couple of morons. They're like twenty something dudes. They they don't seem like they're the brightest. That's kind of terrifying. So if there's they're a the brief, lower end of the totem pole. There's a brief burning in the backyard with like Russian yelling, and yeah. then they sn- like snuff out the fire. It's always the dude with the ponytail and his shirt off. Like that, oh, that guy back there. Weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't really trust his. I, I don't trust them around fire. Can you put like flame repellent on the fence separating? I could. You probably I mean... should. I mean, do some preventative measures. Like when you know that they're not there, put that on there because you don't want whatever the fuck it is they're doing to catch onto your property. All right. I mean, you can do that, right? I mean, I can, but I, I don't think that would do much good. Why would it not do any good? Because it'd just be on the fence. I can't. There's giant trees. There's a lot of things that can burn. Mm-hmm. I would have to basically fire retard my entire backyard and the side of my house. Might be a good investment. <laughs> it's, it's a little, <laughs> a little spendy. Or a little excessive. I don't, I don't know for sure. Yeah, there's the Bo Brady beard in the live chat if you're looking at funemploymentradio.com. Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Eric had that for, uh, yeah, at least a month he wore it. The Bo, Bo Brady beard. Edward's on fire today. And Chase said Russians are very orderly. Maybe they had 20 minutes of fun time scheduled, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> we burn for 20 minutes. That's funny. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and I'm still thinking about my prom dress, Greg. You really, you gotta Spoiler stop. Spoiler alert! Like you I'm doing gotta, things. You gotta figure it out. I have two brains right now. One of which is thinking about prom you dresses. The other of which is thinking brains. about my stories. That's very strange. Mm. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy, Greg. I need you here with me right now. Yep. This first story. Attention, Greg Nibbler. Yes. Jennifer Aniston is pregnant with a miracle baby. It is being reported. Jennifer Aniston? Miracle baby at age 47. Yes, Jennifer Aniston is pregnant. Supposedly. Allegedly. What? With a miracle baby. Why, who is, why are they calling it well, miracle, miracle baby? Because she's, because she's old. Because she's 47 and she's getting all up there. <laughs> she's a little bit older than me, yeah. So she is pregnant at 47 with a miracle baby. Drink every time I say miracle baby, okay? No, <laughs> stop saying miracle baby. <laughs> That's what we're going to call the show. Can we call it miracle baby? <sighs> Jennifer Aniston. Well, yes, the Friends actress married husband, uh, husband Justin Theroux last year. Now an unnamed friend of the couple. Squealed to In Touch magazine telling them Does it she- say squealed? No, but I said that. What's well, she's the ratting her out? She's pregnant. She and Justin are ecstatic, ecstatic. Janet wanted to have a baby with Justin for years. The baby news came at a let's see. So who are these friends that rat out what they're these supposed friends? That must suck if you're actually in Hollywood. You never know who's gonna like sell information. Mm-hmm. You can't say anything to anyone. Yes, that must it must be terrible to be a billionaire with some a couple. Oh of yeah, shitty I could deal with it. I'm not gonna tell anybody anything anyway. Ooh. So, yes, so Miracle Baby for Jennifer Aniston and Justin Theroux. Now, the reason that was initially being speculated was because uh, they were seen on a beach, her in a bikini, in a baniki, Greg, if you will, sporting what appeared to be a Miracle Baby baby bump. Stop saying Miracle Baby or baby bump. That's also A representative for Aniston has refused to comment on the claims. But Aniston, due to the squealing, backstabbing Stop. friend, is clearly elated with her future miracle baby. Wait, so nobody knows if anything's happening or not? There's just a picture of her where it looks There's like... There's a picture where she's slightly bloated. She's 47. <laughs> Maybe she put... You know, you know. She no, looks Greg. good, but I like if she has like two pounds on. Oh, she's pregnant. 
That's not bloating. Miracle baby. That's a miracle baby. (laughs) Maybe she had a few beers that day. I don't know. Uh, Nipples in the chat said, I was surprised the article didn't say she was preggers. Oh, it did. I just didn't say that. Because that's a horrible word. All right, Greg. I wanted to, I hug you and then I hit you. I guess that wasn't a hug. No, that was not a hug. This is a hit hit. That was a slap. This is turn the other cheek for therefore I slap you again because this is some sad Wait, tell me something about Britney Smears now. (laughs) You call her Britney Smears? (laughs) Britney Spears. (laughs) All right, Greg. I I regret to inform you that somebody has passed away. Indeed, the actor who played Alf, Michu Mizaros, has passed away. Whoa. According Wait to a his longtime Alf, friend, Alf? Alf Alf did pass away, yes. And uh, according to his manager and longtime friend, Dennis Varga. Uh, so, Mezaros, who was only 33 inches tall, of course, which is why he was able to play Alf, uh, had a stroke last week and had been hospitalized since. Uh, the 76 year old actor died in his home this past Sunday. Uh, he was most known as wearing his full body suit to portray uh, the alien. Wise guy, Alf. He didn't do the voice, though, right? Uh, the character was voiced by another actor named Paul Fusco. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so Mazaros was born in Hungary and joined uh, the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey in 1973. So he was in a bunch of shows, uh, including other things that you liked. Well, Dear John, you didn't like that. Uh, H.R. Puffin. No, I watched Dear John. Did you watch Dear John? Yeah. Uh, he was on H.R. Puffin stuff. I didn't like the, uh, the, um, what's he, was, no, I'm thinking of Father Father Dowling, for some reason. What was Dear John? Uh, is that the one with John Boy? I always get that confused. Maybe I didn't like John Dear Boy John. with the weird mole on his face. Okay, never mind. I don't know what that one okay, is. Okay, well, yeah. HR Puff and stuff. Uh, he was also in Look Who's Talking and Big Top Pee Wee. Big Top Pee Wee? He was in Big Top Pee Wee. Well, uh, mm. yeah, so there is actually currently a fundraiser. GoFundMe page is, uh, has been launched to help Mazaros with, uh, with the funeral costs. So if you'd like to look that up, that is online if you'd like to help. All right, a story out of Canada. A man has been charged after being arrested over an argument of whether or not the earth is flat. Because, of course, it's 2016. God, are people still doing this? (laughs) Yes, people are still insisting that the earth may, in fact, be flat. Well, a 56-year-old man in eastern Ontario is wanted by police on a mischief charge. Now, this was after he allegedly threw a propane tank into a fire pit. Hopefully not a Russian fire pit. Those could be dangerous. I don't know. Uh, During an argument with his son's girlfriend over whether or not the earth is flat or if it's round. Police say the argument broke out among three family members who were sitting around a campfire having a nice little chat. Now, uh, a woman. Let's see. So it was his son's girlfriend. This is what was infuriating him. So his son's girlfriend refused to back down from her assertion that the earth is flat. And her attitude ultimately pushed her boyfriend's father over the edge. Like how Who crappy are these people? I know how crappy would that be if you were just, like excited for your son to be like finally dating someone, and then it's some like nincompoop who's like the earth is flat. It's like Bob the rapper. Is it, he's one of those? <gasps> he's flat one of the flat Earth, earth people, flat isn't earthers, he? Yeah, the flat earthers. Is that what they're called? I don't know. I just made that up, but that's probably what they're called. I think that's exactly what they're called. So, uh, so he tried to tell her several times that in fact the it has been proven. I mean, I just. <laughs> There's no, there's nothing you can do for that kind of dumb. You can't. No, you're not going to change it. No. You're not going to change it. Uh, so he tried to tell her several Like, what do they think times. is at, I mean, I just, I don't even know. I don't fall even know. off the end. I mean, I you remember being, a, I remember being a little kid and like looking at, you know, pictures of like the reported flat earth. Like I remember seeing an image when I was really young of like a boat falling off the edge of the earth and right. it scared me. Because that's what they, yeah. Yeah, because it's just like you can just go further, far off into the sea and then you just kind of drop off and fall into nowhere. Here's some uh, famous people that are, that are into it. Rapper B.O.B. Also, someone we used to talk about on this show. She, uh... Courtney Stodden? No. Tila Tequila. Tila Tequila, of course. Oh, yes. I'm so bummed that wasn't my so, first choice. I, I mean, if those are the people you're going to for your your scientific guidance, then I guess, yeah, we're doomed. Gosh, I wonder how... Will, will you look up how Tila Tequila's doing while I'm... Because maybe she did something amazing and I just haven't paid attention to I don't to know. Anymore. I haven't looked up. Well, uh, after attempting to convince his... Uh, son's girlfriend that the earth was indeed round. Uh, the 56-year-old man had enough and started throwing items into the fire. 
Now, that wasn't bad, but it got worse when he decided to throw a small propane tank into the fire. Everyone's okay. Uh, the man then fled the scene and is expected to face mischief charges when he is apprehended. Uh, police and firefighters were called to the scene uh, of the argument to extinguish the flames. Police said that the argument stemmed because neither party would change their views. Cannot believe the 56-year-old man wouldn't bend on the fact that he <laughs> thought that the world was round. Uh, so in January, it's just of course, agree to disagree. It's like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. That's not. That's not one of those things. Yeah, so, uh, oh, and here's what you were talking about. So this is the latest Flat Earth debate to make the headlines. There have been other ones. In January, uh, B.O.B. 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 got into a heated Twitter war with Neil deGrasse Tyson over the shape of the Earth. Now, B.O.B. had argued that the Earth is pear-shaped. What? He didn't think it was flat. He thinks it's pear-shaped, Greg. I don't know. And claimed there was a conspiracy to cover it up um, in case you need... Some history to back it up. Ferdinand Magellan yeah, was the first person to successfully circumnavigate. Why, why do they even have to give the a backstory? Round? Because people are stupid. Because people are stupid. <laughs> in case you didn't know, so the Earth was proven. I mean, it was proven. So anytime someone's tried to have a flat Earth I conversation like with you today, Magellan you discovered it was in 1522. You should not even have to bring that up. <laughs> My you should God! Not have to bring specific you dates. You don't into need to bring in Magellan argument. to. I just I I don't even know what to say. Like, what do you do when we're getting this dumb? <laughs> like, we really are turning into um. Uh, what uh, idiocracy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it's true. It's already happened. It's well on its way. The electrolytes that hold us down. <laughs> uh, by the way, if you want to know what Tila Tequila is up to, um, she's apparently trying to get political. Yes. And she posted. She posted something where she's. I'm trying to get it pulled up here, but uh, she said she had cowboy boots on to go hunt illegals. Oh, no. And then she said, yeah, Jennifer Lopez is a Mexican with money. These are what Tila, things Tila Tequila says. So there we go. I'm just going to leave that right there. That's all we need to know about what well, Greg, Tila Tequila Well, Greg, I didn't believe that it would happen. But Puerto there, Rico, by the way. But, anyway. but, uh, but we do have a debate in the chat about the Earth from our friend Suman. Uh, he says, Magellan didn't circumnavigate uh, the globe. He was killed in the Philippines. Johann Sebastian... Completed the mission as captain and should get Johann the credit. Johann Sebastian completed the mission as captain and should so next get time, the <laughs> proper credit. I actually like that I know that. Because if I go to some trivia night and there it's like, who circumnavigated the earth? I'll be like, fact, it was not Magellan. It was Johann Sebastian. In 1522. That's one of those things I'm just going to remember forever now. <sighs> so there you go. The earth is flat and people are amazing. That is... Your world is crazy. All right. Oh, uh, Tila Tequila also said that all recent celebrity deaths are sacrifices to give me power. You power? No, this is what she said. Her power. She said, quote, sacrifices to give me power, unquote. Oh, I'm so glad that she's getting more mentally stable. Yes. Just real good role model. Greg Stare falling down the Tila Tequila uh, wow, hole. Wow, yes. Oh my gosh. So she, yeah, she's uh, very much What the hell? All right, nobody can see what you're looking I at. I know. What is I'm it? D- well, I'm debating what I can say or what I can't. They're uh uh yeah, I mean a lot of it is very um she's she's riding Well, she just made the news today. I'm looking at this. She was in the New York Daily News today. After Tila t- Oh, whoops, that started playing. No, I don't think I don't really want to read some of these. Oh, okay. I'm what you would call a stimulus. You can, you can either react to me or go about your day. It's the choices you make that define who you are. What does that mean? I don't know. She read it inside of a fortune cookie. <laughs> because I would never respond nor pay mind to someone I deem ignorant. So when you respond to me all pissed off, what does that say about you? Bam. Who insults Jennifer dropping. Lopez? I don't know why. 
Well, all of a sudden she's going to, I'm sure Jennifer Lopez is losing sleep over this. Yes. Over what Tila Tequila is saying about her. But anyway, that's it. There we go. There was a Tila Tequila update. All right. Uh, should we do a little bit of ball talk Can here? we please? For the love of God. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Okay. It's going to be short ball talk today. <gasps> wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm going with, since we were just talking about Tila Tequila, uh, when asked about her thoughts on the presidential race, says, Honestly, I think Donald Trump will be president, and I will be vice president, and together we are going to purge everyone. <laughs> and then someone we are going wrote back to on purge t- everyone. And someone wrote back on Twitter, um, what do you think is actually going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the zoo. Woo. Whoa. Yeah, it gets, it gets there's more stuff Jesus I don't even want to repeat. Christ, she's a terrible person. Well, she's crazy. Yeah, she's crazy, but she's also terrible. Yes. Well, those those can go hand in hand. All right. Um, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. So, in our just little potpourri, uh, well, yeah, just it's very dangling. small. Yeah, a little bit. Um, there is this that's happening. We have some conspiracy theories oh. about the NBA the no. National Basketball Association Is it rigged? What? The conspiracy is this. Former NBA referee Tim Donaghy, now of note, Tim Donaghy was forced out of the NBA in 2007 after it was revealed he was part of a gambling ring uh, where he owed the mob a ton of money and he uh, allegedly may or may not have made some calls in games based on some bets that were made. Well, I just find that really hard to believe. So he was forced out. I believe he even went to jail for a little bit for that. But he is saying that he believes Draymond Green getting suspended was all a ploy to give the Cleveland Cavaliers a better chance to extend the series. Well, I'm assuming that every sporting franchise wants to extend the series because that's more advertising dollars, more tickets sold. That's millions of dollars. The more they like, why only play four games when you can play six? There's like millions of dollars. You can make make millions and millions. I mean, that's what I've always assumed. I'm like, when I see the shitty calls, I'm like, oh, you want it to be, you want it to last longer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the NBA is one one sport where you really do have a lot of control over that. Like the refs are a big part of the game. And so little things like that, they really can do that if that's what they're doing. Um, Now, whether or not I 100% believe Tim Donaghy, I don't know about that. But this is what he is saying. He said, I think when you look at the overt acts that Green has committed before, they were definitely more severe than this act, and yet he's going to end up with a flagrant foul and suspension because of it. So he said that all this stuff Draymond was doing before that he didn't get suspended for when Golden State was down in their series against Oklahoma State when he was or Oklahoma State, Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. when he was kicking everybody in the nuts during that series, he didn't get suspended because the Golden State Warriors were down in the series. Now the Warriors are up in the series, and he hits LeBron in the nuts, and all of a sudden he gets suspended. What's I'm, up? I'm sending you a breaking ball talk story right this second that has what? to do with us. Or not with us personally, but with Portland. Right there. Changes in the Blazers. Look at that headline. Let me take a look here. Breaking news right this second. Oh, shit. Are you kidding me? Really? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Well, here's me? the breaking news. Okay, for local people. This Portland is awful. Trailblazers. So, quick backstory for, for Sarah and I. We we worked for the Portland Trailblazers. We did a an online television show for them. And actually hung out randomly with our old boss last with night. With our old boss, yeah. Our old who, boss, Dan uh, Harbison, who's a, an amazing man. Who hired us, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we did that show for three years. An online live television show. Groundbreaking stuff. It really was very cool to be a part of it. It was ahead of its time. But now we've just got word here. The Trailblazers are going to overhaul their broadcast crew. And Mike Barrett, Mike Rice, and Antonio Harvey will not be returning as the broadcasters for the Portland Trailblazers. I cannot believe- I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Now, nationally, this isn't going to make any sense. But locally, this if you follow huge. the Blazers, Mike and Mike, Mike Barrett and Mike Rice, they're staples. I mean, it's been... A decade at least, probably, that they've been 11 years. I don't know. A 12 years. 12 years that they've been the broadcasters. And they're, you know, love them. and they're, You love them or hate them, but they're always there. And they're very good at what they do. 
and apparently they have just been canned. So it looks like the only person uh, that is going to continue broadcasting on the team is Brian Wheeler, who's going to be the radio play-by-play. That's the only person they're keeping. Wow, that's kind of a punch in the stomach. Sorry, and, yeah, and again, if you're not if you're not from Portland, but yeah, I mean the color commentary. These are like the alone. local guys. Every every city, every NBA team usually has their their local dudes mm. who everybody knows. Yeah, Mike you Barrett's know, the, usually the, homers for yeah. the team, and Mike Barrett's the straight man who's and Mike Rice is just the crazy old man, and together they just they're hilarious. That's a bummer. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but that was I just saw that post. Yeah, no, that's that's big news around here, and that's too bad. I mean, we worked with those guys. Mike Rice once told me that I didn't know what filled the basketball, whether it was filled with air or feathers. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then he tried he to he tried to uh, convince me to trade that awesome basketball hoop which we have in here, the little Nerf basketball hoop oh, for yeah. his hat. He was trying to like strong arm me. I'm like, nope. And he's like, you just should give it to me. I'm like, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. That's a bummer. Oh, okay. So part of it is. Well, wait a minute. I wonder why they wouldn't just give them one more year because their Comcast Sportsnet deal expires this next year. Maybe. I don't know. Boy, I don't know. That's strange. Who are they going to? I feel bad for whoever's going to, whoever they want to bring in to fill those shoes. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care. They'll figure it out. That is so funny. Like our conversations that we were having with Dan Mm. last night and then this. Yeah, just I mean, talking just to our so, old Blazers boss. Like less than 24 hours ago. Like when that whole thing happened, like his boss got fired and then it just started rolling downhill. It's like VPs started getting fired. The president left and then it just rolled downhill till it got to our boss and then it came down to Sarah and I. Yeah, we um, held on. We clung on with our fingers to that life raft. Yeah, well, it was a lot of fun. It was a really it fun was. Fun It was. It was a fun really it doesn't, fun job. It, like, just like a lot of jobs in radio, it doesn't seem like that kind of gig exists anymore. That's too bad. It's, you know who it's going to be? It'll be somebody from LA. It won't be somebody local. All right, let's stop talking about this. No, this it, is actually, it this will is be. actually grossing me out. I'm telling. Well, I know I'm it will be. Honest. I yeah, know it will be. They're, they're going to bring in somebody from LA from a big market to try to do the Blazers broadcasting, which probably won't go over that well. It'll be somebody who knows what they're doing, but probably won't go over that well. That's my guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, in the, in the live chat. I appreciate that. John, I would we love, love you. To. Yeah, I would that's... love to have that, but no, no, no. I, I know. I that's what they're gonna do. Okay, I guarantee it'll be somebody from LA. Wow, anyway. breaking ball talk. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that was breaking news. Uh, now, anyway, uh, back to what I. Where was I at? Uh... Well, I think we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, just. We'll just kind of leave it there. All right, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Sorry, that was a that was breaking news right here on June fifteenth, eleven fifty nine a.m. I'm glad that you saw that, sir. Thanks. Yeah, I'm glad I saw that. I'm like, fuck no. Yeah. Man, Mike Rice is the most entertaining person to watch on TV. I mean, that's what makes the Blazer games like when you have the choice to go between like the nationally syndicated one or like the local station. You always pick the local station because you get to hear Mike and Mike's com- like crazy commentary. Well, there's a whole Facebook group that I'm a part of called Mike Rice Sexual Innuendo <laughs> yeah, because Mike Rice is this old dude. Uh, and, and he's, Let's just be an old drunk dude. He's an old drunk dude. He's, he's <laughs> old as dirt. and uh, But he's he just kind of rambles on. And I mean, he's a good broadcaster. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, and he's hilarious. He just also just doesn't give a fuck. He gives no fucks. And so there's this, this group. Somebody started. I don't even know who started it. I got invited to it called um, uh, Mike Rice Sexual Innuendo Page. It just takes. It's just where people post quotes that he says on the air and then takes them out of context. Oh, like, like he pounded like, it really hard in there. <laughs> Here's an example. Iguodala was going back door, but Aminu grabbed him. You know, and this <laughs> just things just like silly shit, just silly stuff like that. He's the perfect guy because he stretches the position. You know, <laughs> they penetrated, but then everything sags in the middle. You know, like, just taking a quote so that he says, the Clippers hoping the Blazers will show some more cracks. You know, I mean, it, this, the man went into my man. <laughs> Penetrate and find the open man. You know, they're going to, uh, it's just all stuff like that. Wow. Well, that's still the... got to do the nasty in L.A. <laughs> well, that's the end of a goddamn era. His tongue didn't get hit. His ankle did. 
Like, what the fuck does that even mean? Jordan isn't trying to rebound, he's just whacking it out. Anyway, well, Mark... Uh, Mark. Mike Rice. No longer going to be there. And Mike Barrett. And Mike, Mike Barrett, and Mike. yeah. The Mikes. I am really surprised about that. I honestly am, too. But then again, it seems to kind of sum up Portland currently in a nutshell. Yeah. Tearing something. Portland, California, you mean? Yeah, tearing something right. down and replacing it with something from California. And uh, well, anyway. All right. Um, you know what Gross. is going to be? About it. What's what? Something that's going to be really, really fun, though, that I would really like to see everybody out at. Mm-hmm. It's happening. In less than two weeks. Oh About a week gosh. and a half, and it's happening on June 26th, and that is the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornhole Tournament! Woo-hoo! Brought to you by Reverend Nats and BTU Brewing. So it's going to be happening at Landmark Saloon. You can go right now, funemploymentradio.com slash events. Oh yeah, we had a couple more people sign up during the show. Awesome! Yeah, yep. so it's limited, but uh, there is there is still more space. So funemploymentradio.com slash events. Go there right now. And you can sign up and register to play in the Cornhole Tournament. You don't need to be good at Cornhole. You don't even need to have played Cornhole before. It's very simple. It's you're throwing a beanbag at a hole. Mm-hmm. That's about it. We go but, over the rules. And we're just going to sit there and drink cider and BTU brewery beers all day and shoot the shit. They're going to be side games. You can also, uh, by playing, you're entered into the raffle to win VIP tickets to our prom. Yep. Which is happening next month. Yep. And all you got to do is show up and uh, be a part of it. But you do have to register first. So go to funemploymentradio.com slash events. And there you can see prom tickets and the registration for the Cornhole Tournament. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You were all Fantastic. We really do appreciate it. We do. And we love you all. We'll be up, back early tomorrow as well, right? Yeah, we'll be back live at 11 a.m. tomorrow morning. And I appreciate everybody who tunes in live. We did go early today, and uh, that's my fault. Yep. Uh, and <laughs> coming up later tonight on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be Geek in the City. Geek in the City. Geek in the City. Right here about uh, 6.30 Wonderful. p.m. All right. Well, cool. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you to Reverend Nats and BTU Brewing. FunEmploymentRadio.com slash events. We will see you tomorrow with more FunEmploymentRadio.com. Bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.